A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hi everyone, welcome back to Swiftish Podcast. This is Ashley. And this is Shelby. And we are back to talk all things Taylor Swift and maybe a little bit of Travis too. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm How sure can- it'll come up. Oh, let's How get into it. Can it not come up? That is the question. <laughs> yeah, no, they're yeah, they're in love. They're they're at the games. They're doing They're, it, going to the Super Bowl. They are going to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs have won their playoffs. So now they are in the Super Bowl in two weeks. And um, everyone is, well, you you have some split reaction with the, with the end of the game of the Super Bowl. Everyone's on the crowd. Everyone's on the, the field. You know, the players their family everyone's excited you have taylor swift down there the nfl posted a photo of taylor and kissing on their instagram page and the comments were not so nice from (laughs) brad chad's and dad's so i went on to like a couple of comments and i was like okay chad okay brad (laughs) i didn't call anyone dad because i felt creepy like you have your limits (laughs) yeah yeah like not calling you daddy yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a moment. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a big moment for Swifties because Taylor just came out of a very private relationship and even yep. past relationships. The PDA has been pretty limited to what she wants to post when she wants to post. Like I think about Calvin Harris and like, um, you know, they would Instagram and stuff, but it was still like not it wasn't like they were walking red carpets or like, mm-hmm. you know, smooching in the streets. Um there was yeah. some, like with Tom Hiddleston, some PDA or whatever, hand-holding, blah, 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 blah. But I think Swifties yeah. just tend to like seeing Taylor happy and comfortable with the spotlight and mm-hmm. like sharing it with someone who doesn't seem to mind that she's there. Not sharing it with someone who doesn't mind that she's there. Someone who doesn't mind sharing the spotlight with her. Yeah, yeah. That's how I, I mean, she, that's how I view it. That's what I like about it is that they're like, they seem on equal footing. Mm-hmm, like it's, mm-hmm. he is so happy to be cheering for her in like with what she does and yeah. vice versa. And yeah. one thing that I'm kind of annoyed at is you, you did not see Swifties be like, oh, why are people posting so much about Travis at, at Taylor's show? Oh, 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 I don't want to see this. But then you have like only 150 seconds of Taylor sh- uh, shots of Taylor at the, the uh, combined of all the games that she's been at shown. And people are so annoyed about that. And yeah. I'm like, come on. Did ugh. someone do the math on it? Yeah. Someone did the math on it. <laughs> um, They did that math and let me see if I can find it. So for the Kansas chiefs playoffs, there are nine hours and 30 minutes during the 2024 playoffs Taylor. And that was like a, their game. Taylor was only showed 150 seconds. So come on, calm down. That is funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like Rob will be like, oh, are you going to watch the game? And I'm like, no. He's like, mm-hmm. Taylor might be on it. And I'm like, I I don't have the energy to care about these like crowd 
cuts to her. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's so unremarkable to me because yeah. like if I want a daily dose of Taylor, I've got, you know, 10 albums to choose from, like a million clips and videos and interviews and conversations to have. And yeah. it's also like weird that it's such a thing because I am not into football. I'm not into sports, but like I still would hear about like, oh, Giselle cheering on, you know, Tom Brady or whatever. Like even knowing Brittany Mahomes name, like, you know, like it's like it's not new to have people interested in the personal life of these players. Mm -hmm. Yes, Taylor takes it to an extreme degree because you now have, you know, millions more watching and I guess people are defensive about that because it's like their game and it's like, get out. of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand the energy of these bros to be like mad that it's about Taylor mm-hmm. when it's like, to your point, it's not like I can acknowledge. I can acknowledge that there are more questions about Taylor Swift than probably any other, you know, wives and girlfriends all told all together over the course mm-hmm. of the NFL in this single season. And I'm sure it's like, whatever, you can roll your eyes and be like, get back to the game. But it is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it is weird how angry people are because it's like, this does not impact the game. No. It does not impact your viewing experience. Mm-hmm. And you weren't going to get tickets to the to the box seats anyway. So like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's very, it's so interesting. You know, I, Lance doesn't, Lance will watch the Super Bowl, but he's not really into football. Um, so we don't like, and I'm not really into football. I like the Eagles. If they're like, you know, if they're doing great. I'll follow them, see what they're doing. But I'm not just a casual viewer like some of my friends are. And I, I get, and I, I love that dads who are obsessed with football, you know, some girls, little girls are watching with their dads because Taylor's going to be on it. I think that's cute. If your husband likes football, I think that's cute too. If you just want to watch because Taylor's on it, that's fine. If you want to watch regardless of Taylor or not, that's fine. But what these Brad Chads and don't dads don't realize is that because of their uproar and because of their tweets and just their, their negativity, they are making it more about Taylor than than we Swifties are. Yeah, quite the quite the beast. Uh, no, I don't know. I know. Um, yeah, but Swifties were really emo about the whole, hey, sweetie, and like all of it. And How did you feel? TNT, oh, yeah, the bracelets. Yeah. The TNT bracelet. That was cute. I thought it was really sweet that she was down on the field. She was giving him a hug. They were they they were having a private moment in such a public space. And that yeah. kind of just tells to to their relationship and kind of where they, they are right now. I thought it was cute. Um, you know... I, like you, you were talking about like your daily dose of Taylor. You can listen to this. You can listen to that. You don't need to watch football, but all you need to do is like open up your yeah exactly your Instagram account, and you've got a long daily dose of Taylor. I thought it was really really sweet. Some people are like, like you said, really emo over it and just like yeah. crying over it. And I'm like, that's sweet. I'm happy that she looks happy. I'm happy that he's happy. I'm not crying over it. 
Yeah. But I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I'm also enjoying how people are freaking out whether or not she's going to get to the Super Bowl or not and doing the math and being like, oh, is she going to be there? Because at first, like, yeah. no, she's not. But then, like, even I think, like, Good Morning time America yeah. did the math, the time zone. And I'm sure she'll be there because, yeah. you know, it's a 13-hour flight. She loves it's gonna be, private jets, yeah. It's going to be Taylor's 13th game in attendance, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, and by the end of the Tokyo shows, I'm reading a tweet from Kaden3123. By the end of the Tokyo show, Taylor will have 13 international shows, and it's Super Bowl 58. 5 plus 8 equals 13. You're playing the 49ers. 4 plus 9 equals 13. Taylor's a mastermind. How could she not be there? (laughs) That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, the 13s are all lining up. Is he going to propose after they win? Oh, my gosh. They get right down on the He probably won't win MVP, but, like, in the most, like, iconic way, for some reason, Travis wins MVP. And then for his speech, gets down on one knee and just, like, gives her the, gives her the Super Bowl ring. Yeah. <laughs> or the better question is, Shelby, like, She's such a man. Yeah. What if, what if, hear me out, before the Super Bowl, so let's say, I don't know, the Grammys, maybe on February 3rd, they walk down the red carpet together. Taylor makes her first official red carpet debut. TNT, they're in love, kissing, you know, canoodling. And then when she accepts her, uh, you know, album of the year award for the Grammys, she proposes to Travis. Hmm? That's a possibility. Yeah. I hate both of those options. I hate I hate it all so much. I feel like getting proposed to at a game would be my greatest nightmare. Mm-hmm. And I also find that those sort of public like I don't know. I don't know. I had a very mild engagement story, so maybe it's like me too. maybe it's just me personally, but I find that mm-hmm. so like I'm just like full body cringe. Like I can't even some, look at you. <laughs> some people love it. She's not looking at me, guys. She's literally covering I'm just her eyes. Just the whole idea of like, oh, what if he proposes after the big game? I'm like, like yeah. no, like things can be separate and it's okay. And mm-hmm. like, and also if you're the biggest like celebrity couple currently, I don't think you need every moment to be that public, you know? Yeah, yeah. You're already giving enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ooh. do you think the TNT bracelet was gifted or created, like ordered by her? or Because it was like I, multiple thousands of dollars, correct? I saw someone post saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's wearing my bracelet. So like the person who created it, Mm. So I can't believe she's wearing my bracelet. I have not looked that into it. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't um, be surprised if it was created, but also I feel like it's really like who came up with it. I like. Have you? Did you see TNT before this? Mm-mm. I think it's I really been, creative. Like, really dialed in, if I'm honest. So I have a friend who's super dialed into the Super Bowl, not Super Bowl, sorry, into the NFL and into Taylor, like number one fans in both leagues, and she always sends me like sends a group chat everything about Taylor, everything about Taylor, but she hasn't, she hasn't said anything about TNT. So I kind of, I was like, what if it's their little inside thing and people picked up on it and now it's this cute little nickname. I like it. I like TNT. I'm sure it's an inside. They're making the whole world go 
boom. Yeah, it seems very on brand for their personalities, you know? I can yeah. see them thinking like, TNT, you know? <laughs> Travis and Taylor, <gasps> TNT, yeah. <laughs> Lights up. Fireworks, it's a sign. We're going to get yeah. a TNT song next album. But yeah. yeah, her tour is starting up again. It is, yeah. She's going on. She's going to be at the Grammys. There were lots of rumors that she was going to be performing at the Grammys, but a source close to home shot that down, saying that it's going to it it backs up really closely to the start of her tour, and they said that's not going to happen. But mm. she will be at the Grammys. Is she nominated mm. or she's oh, sort of off cycle? Is she nominated? Do you not remember that she was, I think, in Argentina or Brazil when she got the news and she was just so happy, you know, she oh. was speechless. Yeah, yeah So yeah. she she is, and P.S. you're wrong. I am sorry. Uh, I can't huh. keep track of all the awards. Uh, I couldn't remember yes. when they came mm. out and if it was like, because the I'm, Grammys have a weird calendar year. They for do, they do. Eligibility. I'm just teasing you, of course. So um, she is nominated for six Grammys for Antihero, Song of the Year, oh, okay. Record of the Year, okay. Best Pop Solo Performance. And then Midnight is nominated for Album of the Year, Best Pop Vocal Album, and then Her and Ice Spice, Best Pop Duo for Karma. Karma, that made an mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Yes. Um, wait, do we... Do what's the what's the hundred and twelve day theory? Like where are we on that? When's the next hundred and twelfth day or whatever? Hundred and fourteen. Oh, I didn't was that debunked or no? It wasn't debunked, it's just a okay. stretch. It was like Let me see. Because day theory. Okay, so the theory dates back to the beginning of the Ares tour and calls out a hundred and twelve day. Taylor has been using to drop her albums and records. A lot of people think that Taylor's going to be dropping Reputation soon. And announcing, I know, so I need to know the next 112th day well, before I make my They think that she's going to announce it, from what I heard. I don't know if it's a 112-day theory, but they think that she's going to make the announcement on Thursday. Why Thursday? February 1st, to Thursday. And oh. then 13 days later... February 13th, I think. I'm not sure. Um, She's going to drop it or something like that. But I think February 1st. Let me see. Let me see. People, I know we're going to get some hate that we are not doing our research. But let me see if there's... Okay, okay. 112. Uh, TS11. Yep. TS11, 16th. Perfect. Okay. So this this counts. This is a good theory because that's the Super Bowl weekend. No. Super Bowl weekend is the weekend of the 9th. It is? Yeah. Ugh, so, gross. so yeah. So, fr- it's it is actually night the eleventh. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Okay, you know your sports. Good for mm-hmm. you. I think skip the engagement. Skip the walking the red carpet together. What I want. What I would love. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the okay. funniest thing yes. Taylor Allison Swift could do is if at the beginning of the Super Bowl, she was like reputation's coming and then and then the internet breaks no one's watching the super bowl everyone's <laughs> going to her website and uh it's a big and moment for her personally. And, and her and travis aren't dating dating it's just a uh no PR they can be dating stunt. but no. he just has a good sense I'm, of humor yeah, and he's I'm just joking he's down for it yeah 
a lot of people are like, oh, right, you know, Brad Chads and dads, of course, are like, oh, this is just a PR stunt to get more people to watch the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl viewership has been down. I'm like, well, then great. They should be glad. If that was the case, they would have tried everything in the willpower to have Taylor Swift perform. And then she didn't have to do all this work. Didn't have to say, I love you, man, to her little buddy. To her buddy. Choke on the little. (laughs) Hang out with his parents. No, the commitment would be unparalleled. and um, Exactly. But I do feel like I think, okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. So we've got the Grammys. Do you think there will be any sort of reputation news? Or do you think it'll just be Taylor wearing a vague outfit that people read into? She's wearing green. She's wearing black, blue. So... Let's say she does announce something on the first. I wouldn't be surprised if she wins a Grammy, if she knows she's winning your Grammy, if she says something about a music video out tonight. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Because that's that's on a Sunday. Yeah, but that's also on a Sunday, and usually they drop. Okay, this is my prediction. Okay. I think she'll make some sort of coy statement of like, I can't wait to see what you have, what we have in store this year. Like, thanks for making last year such a magic. Then tour starts. Opening night of tour, she's like, wow, you guys, I've missed you so much. This has been such a journey. I'm so excited to do 2024 with you and can't wait to see what happens. Everyone's like, ah! Everyone's reading into the lights, the costumes, waiting for something. And then like, I don't know, night three or whatever, maybe... The 13th international show. The 13th. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. The 13th international show. She comes out. She has a new reputation outfit. And Mm -hmm. that's when she announces reputation TV coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's my prediction based on absolutely nothing but vibes. So (laughs) So someone that I know or not someone I know, someone that I'm, you know, know via the, the internet has, you know, just been recently binging all of our episodes. Oh, and she, yes, and she's been messaging me about like theories here and there that like we're right here, you know. Oh, good. Just like fun little things, and also just like honest. off the walls, off the balls stuff. And it's just it's been really interesting that she's like, oh, and she, she like she it just it just lines up really like funny to like what's going on in the present day now because I think she was listening to like a Reputation prediction episode or something please forgive me if i'm wrong but then taylor swift posted like or taylor nation they've been off the hinge with their posting posted a that that the grammys jeweled outfit she wore last year i think that was last year for grammys and everyone was like oh reputation's coming she's in a jeweled outfit and we talked about that so it's just really <laughs> funny that all this is lighting up and then all of her friends are supposedly changing all of their profile pictures on Instagram to black and white if they weren't already. So it's just been like so much stuff. That's, that was that was something we guessed earlier or people are now doing that. No, we were t- no, no, we were talking about oh, wow. reputation and yeah, we yeah. weren't talking about black and white. We were not talking about black and okay, white Instagram, okay. but it's just, it's just in line with people yeah. just rumbling about reputation. Yeah. <laughs> and then some, some other stuff with different eras. It's funny. That is so funny. I was like, oh, sorry. You have to listen to my voice that many times, but. <laughs> no, it's a gift. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Do you know what was also a gift? And I know you were a little upset about it not being an official released track, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Need from yeah. Lover. Yes. Trying to get there in 
a nice segue. Thank was you. A, quite a great gift, right? Yeah, no, need, need, we're covering an unreleased track, an unofficial track, which I'm sure mm-hmm. some people will think is rude to Taylor and like the Archie, whatever. <laughs> we're was, here and we're talking about it. And it was requested by our listener, Malia. Yes. And then so. it was like, oh, we ran out of these songs from yeah, you know, this album, The Vault. Why not do this? Why not? It's you know, amazing. Yeah, this was in last year. The last year this came out. Well, March, it had well, been talked about it. The Taylor's Inner Circle, which is some sort of like, I don't know, secret society of like <laughs> Taylor. So it's access points. Yeah, it's it's ran by this guy named Steve apparently, and he kind of has been gatekeeping unreleased tracks or demos of Taylor's for like since her whole career. And he had or they had, because it's not only him, it's a bunch of other people, but he's yeah. like he was like the main person. Had like a website up and had a list of all the songs that he he had that no one else did. So like Afterglow the demo, act like a boy, you anything, cold as you, piano and demo. Like some of the songs that have been released, but some songs that haven't been released. And the website's been taken down here and there, but then it was like officially taken down. I think, I you know, it's just you can't really find a lot of information that's you know can be fact checked. But I think when Need was released and or I don't know if it's released. What do you call it? It wasn't released. When it was leaked. <laughs> when it was re- when it was leaked, it kind of shut down. I think I read that or twenty twenty, yeah, yeah. but I think it's twenty twenty three last March. Well, so I think twenty twenty is when they were sort of like shut down. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I I was reading about it, and I think okay. um, they somehow knew folklore was coming. Which yeah. wasn't on my radar at all, but yeah. supposedly they were like leaking a little bit of details about like a new album and like something to do with a cardigan, yeah. and um, things went. I don't know. Things went mad. I don't know if a Taylor shut it down, like a Taylor Nation, whatever, True. police or lawyer shut them down. But anyways, they just kind of went MIA. But they've been mm-hmm. sort of around on like other platforms rather than their specific website and so in 2023 in february a bunch of things leaked that's how we started to hear the snippet for all of the girls you loved before Mm -hmm. and need and then a few weeks later they released them in full um and so it's kind of interesting because like almost immediately after this taylor was like oh hi um here's a song I didn't release before called All of the Girls You Need Before. And so she puts that one out. But this one was not acknowledged by her. And um, she obviously did not release an official version of it. Um, But supposedly it was written for Lover. um, And they had talked about it on the website in 2020 as like, oh, this is about passion and lust and danger it's really sexy it's really stripped down mm-hmm. um would have been a fan favorite and so that yes. was the insight we had and then when it came out in 2023 people were people were obsessed with it and i honestly i honestly think taylor released all of the girls you loved before because it was trending on tiktok 
Um, mm. And need wasn't trending in the same way. Like, uh. yes, it was popular, but it didn't hit the same numbers. And so Taylor mm-hmm. was like, <laughs> not my bag and mm-hmm. released the all of the girls you love before. And um, so, yeah, need is need is available if you're looking for it. <clears throat> but it is not acknowledged by mother. So, yes. Yes. And so you can find it on TikTok. You can find it somewhere on Spotify. If you Google it, YouTube, I think has kind of been tracking down on it. I've listened to it on YouTube, but there are quite a few links where it's just the audio has been stripped. Yeah. So So this is a really risky episode for us. We could be completely canceled. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's for acknowledging exactly this existence. I mean, I I totally respect that some people will be like, meh, I don't want to listen to it. I mean, I have run into like unreleased or unofficial songs. A lot of her early stuff you can like find mm-hmm. like I'd Lie, which is a great song, but not a great, you know, recording. Um, all sorts of songs from her early career exist. This is interesting because like all of the girls before, it sounds pretty finished. Like it's a really nice production. It's a good quality. It seemed like it was really close to being on the album, but then for whatever yeah. reason, it was axed. I would replace it with another song. We can get into that after the episode, but there's one song where I'm like, nix this, put this in this place. Yeah. Because I really like this song yeah. and I want to know the politics the mm-hmm. reasonings behind mm-hmm. why they did not put it on but I honestly with, think it's yeah. too sexy sexy I think I think it's honestly thinking about lover as an album which you and I have discussed ad nauseum as like I find it to be one of her more messy recent mm-hmm. albums and I think she was experimenting in a way beyond sound into more like abstract songwriting, um, which is why you get songs like it's nice to have a friend that's not really following her usual formula, but you also get songs like false God where it's like, what are we talking about here? Mm -hmm. Um, And you have like Miss Americana with this like political angle. So it seemed like she was really trying to stretch beyond just, love songs and I think that's why people in retrospect are like reputation is the love album Mm -hmm. lover is about the anxiety after a relationship and like sorting through the real real life feelings and I think you can see that if you like look at the you know actual track list for lover it's a little bit more experimental thematically Mm -hmm. whereas need I feel like probably just felt too on the nose you know yeah (laughs) and she seemed to be moving away from that and that's exactly why we got albums like folklore and evermore um and i feel like need was just one of those ones that was a really great song but i think she for whatever reason wanted to sort of play with the more abstract like vibes Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah. Well, let's get into it. I am reading this week. So let's start with verse one. Want is a cigarette smoke on a jacket. You wore to the wrong part of town. Desire is a sound of the whiskey telling me you miss me. Can you come around? I love the way when you listen to it, it is stripped down Mm -hmm. and you can feel 
I don't know. You can feel these emotions in her voice. Like it's just raw. And maybe that's because it's not edited. There's no production in it. I just, I kind of just like get chills yeah. when I listen to the song. This is a very like gravelly, like growl mm-hmm. almost where she's just yeah. kind of like, you can immediately picture this sort of like seedy downtown vibes of like smoke on a jacket, whiskey in a bottle, like she very much leans into the sort of, I don't know, film noir aspect of this sort of dark and sexy, twisty <laughs> sort yeah. of attraction. I like that she's using these metaphors to talk about like feelings. Like she's mm-hmm. setting the scene, but she's also just pairing it with like a a, a physical feeling. And so you get that instant visualization with the cigarette smoke, with the whiskey, but it's also like you're understanding the emotional pull that this relationship has on her. Mm -hmm. And then she's also taking images from her relationship with Joe. Specifically, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of whiskey, maybe cigarette smoke. I don't know, but (laughs) whiskey on eyes. She sings a lot about drinking throughout this relationship with him. So it just kind of like puts you there. Like, okay, this is about Joe. Duh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's like, I like that it, it ties into a song like Gorgeous, which is very much about that sort of like first feelings of desire and want. Mm -hmm. And you also have the same image of like, delicate where it's like come meet me in the back like my phone's ringing like screen black or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's it's feeling like that same sort of like cruel summer energy where it's like oh you up like can I come over like hit me up when you're free type thing mm-hmm. um and then you get to see it build yeah she takes you through all of her feelings into the passion the lust that will mm-hmm. go into mm-hmm. in the pre-chorus Passion is a passing thing. It's accidental chemistry. Lust is a liar, a short-lived fire. It ain't what you and I are at all. Mm-mm. No way. Um, yeah. No, I like these. I like these pictures too. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun, like a play on words with this, like, oh, it's accidental chemistry. Like, like it's it's not even real. It's just like a, a fluke. I like this idea of lust as a short-lived fire where it's like, yeah, that's a common idea, right? It's a flash in the pan type thing, but the way she's able to spin it in such a like tangible and yet very sexy way, yeah, I think is, you know, really impactful in, in what it's, it's asking to do in this song. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I think of when I listen to the song is, you know, she has been, she's dated she she knows what <laughs> she wants. She, I didn't want to say she's been around because that sounds that sounds no, I know, you know, I know. It, it's like I, I'm saying she's slept, but she's not, but she's dated, she knows what she wants, she's experienced, she's experienced the good, the bad, and the ugly. And she sees that, you know, lust, she's 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 had lust, she's had passion, she's had want, she's had desire, and she can kind of see, you know, where it went wrong in all of these different relationships mm-hmm. and why. Mm-hmm. And so she's looking at this and she's like, okay, but this like there's something different here. Like there's something that's that we can we can work with. Like this is this yeah. seems real. It's yeah. not just a it's just not a want. It's more of a mm-hmm. oh. Uh, oh yeah. it's a need. <laughs> it's a need. I would go anywhere that you lead. I'm hopeless, breathless, 
burning slow. Touch me, hold me, tell me I won't let you go. I won't leave. It's a need. Yeah. Oh, it's, I love this chorus. I think she yes. sings really powerfully and she stays in that low register and it builds in a really like sexy yes. and provocative way. Um, and it is interesting to compare it with like some of the songs on Lover that people are mm-hmm. like, wow, she went there. And I'm just like, <laughs> I think this is more like potent than something like False, False God. God. Yeah. I just, I I like the simplicity of this because it builds into this, like, it's a simple realization of what she needs and what she mm-hmm. likes about this relationship where it's not like you're hokey, like, oh, I trust him like a brother, like, you know. <laughs> well, because, like, you know, I think we might have joked about it in the, in the episode when we talked about that song, like, oh, what lives with lover, yeah. brother. Like, she is doing, like, liar fire but she's doing it like this is a simplistic song and sometimes we're we're not fans of her simplistic songs because we feel like she's just kind of like pulling at strings and seeing what makes what what works Mm -hmm. but I love how like the simplistic in the song works yeah it it gives you what you're looking for the 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 sexiness of it the the feeling you 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 can hear how much she needs this person (laughs) I don't know. Does yeah, that make no, sense? it's it's stripped down. Yes. If we can say so. It's it's laid bare. Um and what and we I need think- in life is very simple. Yeah. <laughs> we need to eat, breathe. Like there's so many simplistic things that we really, really, really need in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need the Lamborghini. We don't need the Range mm. Rovers. We don't mm. need all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's so simple what she needs. And it's yeah. just him. Yeah. And I like that it's still focused on that like sexiness. It's not yep. it's not saying like home is where the heart is. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's not focused on the domestic, which is where she tends to gravitate towards in both her like daydreamy songs or her like relationships yeah. with Joe, where it's like, oh, like it's barefoot in the kitchen, like secret new beginnings. Like, yes, there's a time and place for that, but I like that this song is recognizing that even when you're in a comfortable, solidified, real, you know, tried and true relationship, you can still make space and real and recognize the like that the passion can continue to build mm-hmm. um, in a way that feels authentic. Yeah, I won't get on to it, but there's one one. I feel like there's one line where it's like, oh, okay, like it's still building. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, verse two. Danger is a thousand prickles on my neck that tell me to run or to freeze. Fear is the nightmare I had. You were with someone else. You forgot about me. Yeah, we love our anxious girl. We do. And that's just like, like you, I, I can't remember if, you know, we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> I can't remember if this got cut or not because yeah. it, we weren't working. But what were you saying about lover versus reputation? Did that get in? Oh, like... Like, Lover is, like, Reputation actually has the, like, pure love songs on it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a secretly romantic album. Mm -hmm. But then people realize Lover has a lot more anxiety about love, like, um, than just straight up, like, whimsical love songs. Yeah. And this verse right here, it's like, 
this is why it, it belongs yeah. on Lover. Like this verse yeah. alone, it, it has that anxiety that mm-hmm. she is always double guessing, always mm-hmm. being like, is this it? Like, I want to be here, but when is the other shoe going to drop? Mm-hmm. And this is where mm-hmm. you get that. Yeah, it's very um, common through her music to have this sort of like, oh, well, yes, there's so much good. There's so much to celebrate. There's so much I like, but that just means there's so much to lose. Mm -hmm. And so her playing with that and like parsing through those physical feelings as well of like, is this anxiety or is it just like my own neuroses almost, you know, Mm -hmm. is this a red flag or am I just an anxious person? (laughs) Yeah, because have you heard that the tales all the time? I don't know. Everyone's like, oh, you know when you know. Like yeah, when you yeah. find the person you know, it it will be easy. It won't be hard. And I'm I feel like maybe she's kind of guessing here because she's like, okay, every single relationship I've had this fear. Every even in this one, I'm having this fear. Does that mean, like you said, is it a red flag? Is mm-hmm. this relationship going to work out, or is mm-hmm. that just me sabotaging myself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have yet to find out yeah. um, about that with her. But you know, speaking of that, you know, they're no longer together. But now that her and Travis are so much in the public eye, when I listen to this, I listen to this like ten times. Sticks, I love it. <laughs> But it made me so sad when I listened to – more sad for Joe. When you I listened like, to – I know. Fear is a nightmare I had. You were with someone else. You forgot about me. I, I don't know if Joe ha- does not care if they're over each other, but this still kind of makes me sad. Oh. Yeah. Like, Taylor, did you forget about Joe? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I – yeah. Poor Joe. I don't really – I don't <laughs> – I don't – I see what you mean. I do. I, I think it makes me more sad for Taylor because of mm. where she was at the like point of relationship. Would be, yeah, yeah, what she thought. Yeah. You know, she f- thought she found found the one. Mm-hmm. She took the one off. Um, <laughs> but so that's just where I'm. I'm more like, oh, like yeah, looking it's back, awkward. Yeah, to yeah. Your diary entries and be like, Mrs. <laughs> Kevin Sharp. You know, yeah. like, who is this? Yeah, so it might also be a reason maybe why she didn't want to record it and yeah. release it. She's That's, like, oh, like yeah. this is I know this is a good song, but it's too close. We yeah. just announced we, were, we we broke up. Why would I release a song about how I need you? Like you're yeah. an essential, you're essential to me, and now you're no longer. She didn't want to revisit that, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. I don't think it hurt her. But let's get into the pre-chorus and, and to the chorus and then the bridge. Passion is a passing thing. It's accidental chemistry. Caught up in a feeling, it can be deceiving. This is like breathing for me. Okay, let's stop there because I totally did not realize that a lyric had been changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think about the the change in the pre-chorus? Caught up in a feeling, it can be deceiving. This is like breathing for me. I mean, I think this is where it kind of comes together. First mm-hmm. verse, you have this like, bucket list this like checklist of like okay this is how it builds I need to be aware of this like this is what I want blah blah blah, desire need like and then she has this anxiety where she's like okay but is this bad like I don't know should I feel nervous um I'm so obsessed with losing him like is that good or bad or healthy or what and so I like that it's like she's recognizing one that her that her trigger her danger zone is passion she's Mm -hmm. like I love me that enchanted to meet you moment across the wall like who is this gorgeous nice to meet you I can take you home to my cats this accidental chemistry is something that she's wary of 
Mm-hmm. And so she's caught up in a feeling it can be deceiving. This is like breathing for me, which I think she's recognizing like, oh, I'm used to this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've been through this. I know these feelings. And I think there's a a play here where she's saying, I, I've breathed. The thing that's like breathing for me is this feeling like this could be deceiving, like eh, the, the doubt, the like worry, the anxiety. This is like breathing. I'm eh, old news. I know mm-hmm. that this is how I am. I know that this is how these things go. But then I also think she's realizing like, no, being with him is like breathing for me. Like being with him is giving me life. Like mm-hmm. being with him is the thing I need. And I have to let go of this like concern about any baggage surrounding that. Yeah. Let go of all the baggage that she's gotten from all of her past yeah. relationships and deceiving ships. I don't know. Um, I like how you said that. Hmm. And that leads us into uh, the chorus. Oh, it's a need. It's a need. I would go anywhere that you lead. I'm hopeless, breathless, burning slow. Touch me, hold me, tell me I won't let you go. I won't leave. It's a need. Hmm. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. And like, I know we said this. I just love how she sings this chorus too. Mm -hmm. If you haven't listened to it, (laughs) listen to it. I would say you should have listened to it before we even started. But yeah. We get into the bridge, baby. It's always a new kiss every time we do this. The truth is, it's essential to me that you love me more than wishing, longing. Oh, it's a need. It's a need. It's a need. I would go anywhere that you lead. I'm hopeless, breathless, burning slow. Touch me, hold me, tell me I won't let you go. I won't leave. I won't leave. It's a need. Ah, So good. is it usually that a bridge leads into just the the end of the song into a chorus? Or do you think she could have done more with the song? Because it, it seems finished, but do you think there was more that it could have gone? I think sometimes, sometimes it does. Sometimes it like has more of a maybe pre-chorus type of outro. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it works here in a way because it is that crescendo it's it's the building um and i think the bridge you know you have the you have the chorus which we've already described as very sexy and like <laughs> verbose and then it quiets down for this bridge where she like whispers and it and it builds again to where she's really really using her voice in the in the out the final chorus um, the layers in it, like honestly, it's a stunning vocal achievement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I love hearing her sing it um because it does capture that sort of like not not anxiety, almost like this release, I guess, this sort of like hopeful, um positive, glowy after afterglow. Um <laughs> but I like that it's this sort of confession where she's like like so much of the song before was like I want this you are my life you are my breath like you are everything to me um but here there's like a confessional to well actually what I need I need you to want this too like I need Mm -hmm. you to need me um more than wishing longing 
oh, it's a need is such a like kind of charming and bittersweet um, self-reflection where she's like, I've had crushes. I've sung about wanting to be the girl. I've sung to the boy wishing he'd made better choices. I've daydreamed and tried to force something and convinced myself that this is what you came for. And instead here, she's like, well, no, this is what I need now. Like this is actually more than any of those feelings before because this is like, oh, no, this has to happen or I'll literally. (laughs) She seems to be saying like, it's a need. I would go anywhere, do anything, fight anyone to have this, but Mm -hmm. also to make sure you want it too. Yeah. And it's a need as in if I don't eat, if I don't drink, I will die. And if you're not here, I will. We love the melodrama, but it is, there is something bittersweet about like hearing her be like, it's essential you want this too. And then listening Mm -hmm. to something like, um, what was the one she released about the breakup? Oh, you put me on the spot. Why can't I think about it? I'm like, it is on midnight. Oh my gosh, Shelby. It's like right there on when you started. I'm now just thinking through all of the 1989 bonus tracks because that's what I've been listening to. And so I'm like, oh, say don't go. No, 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 no. It's um now that we don't talk. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. What the heck? All of the girls you loved before? No, 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 no. <laughs> I can't find it, but I know what you're talking about. You guys, we are fake. We're falling apart this episode. You're losing me. You're losing me. I'm not fake. Yeah. I didn't Google it either. <laughs> You're losing me. I so I think it is like there was a part of Taylor that was ready to commit fully. You know, she was all in. And this is all, obviously, I don't know. But I think there's interesting parallels there and sort of a pattern of behavior um, for both of them in the songs that we have where it seems like she was like, this is it for me. I'm a little nervous. It's not it for you. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that was a self-fulfilling prophecy or whatnot, I think this song is a is a really powerful and beautiful and provocative sort of exploration of um, moving past the sort of superficial and finding desire beyond just like the physical, even though this is a very like sex-driven song, yeah. I would say. The, the honeymoon of it all. Yeah. Because – where we are when she's been writing the song, they've been together for two years and that has been the longest she has been together that we know of with anybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think that's like, she's like, there's, we still have that chemistry. We, I I still want Mm -hmm. you. I still need you more than I've ever wanted or needed anybody. And it's been two years and she's still feeling possibly that anxiety of like, okay, but do you need me? And do you want me? Like, or do you need me? Like, am I, (laughs) Am I yeah. to you? And so I, can you so stop writing these depressing ass songs on the piano and just like <laughs> tell me you love me? Yeah, seriously. Like just don't tolerate me. Yeah. Need me. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's the song. That's the song. And listen to it. Listen to it over and over again. Go on Spotify. Listen to it. Um, is there a tailor of it all? This something that you're like this is, this is Taylor. Cause I have one. I think it's fear is a nightmare. I had, you're someone else. You forgot about me because yeah, 
That's a the, good one. That anxiety is very Taylor. The whole verse, yeah. dangers a thousand prickles on my neck that tell me to, to run or freeze. Like that whole verse is kind of the Taylor of it all. Yeah. No, I agree. I honestly find this a really interesting like encapsulation of so much that Taylor does. Like mm-hmm. I do feel like it's – this feels like such a Taylor song. I'm surprised she mm-hmm. kind of rejected it. I know. Um, cause I really love this, like, um, I don't know, like even the, it's essential to me that you love me. Like, I think that's such a vulnerable and yet really like determined, um, thing to say, um, that matches like the energy Taylor seems to bring to her relationships where she's like very you know like she said she keeps her heart on her sleeves like she's not really thick-skinned but she's still like "Mm, it's essential that you love me you know like it's like (laughs) you should love me like you know it's there's something about it that's quite like matter of fact I appreciate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about an easter egg is there anything here or do you think the whole song is just because you've been just saying it's very much a taylor Mm -hmm. well i i would say the whiskey yeah i think that was like the tie-in for me okay so give this song a grade i would give this a b plus yeah i like it i'd give an a i really 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 like it i know it's good it's really sexy it's so Mm -hmm. like mm, moody Mm -hmm. you know i know (laughs) so so, what song would you replace false god Oh, literally. Absolutely. Just any day of the week. False God out of bed. <laughs> Put this in bed. Like, yes. I think it's like you can see why. And it's because, again, she's experimenting with sound. Like, oh, there's a trumpet. Wow, the metaphor. Mm-hmm. You're still the West Village. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is a better, this so is a better. more interesting song to me. Yeah. I wish this would have gone. I would still like fight tooth to nail right now to be like, no, take it no. out right now. Because yeah. this song, it deserves a spot. It really does. And it kind of makes me sad that we won't be, I don't know. I can't say we won't be because maybe we we will be getting, but we won't be, in my mind, we won't be getting any vault tracks from her new re- newly released yeah. songs. Yeah. I know. She hasn't even acknowledged this one. I know. All of the well, I, need, before. I need you to acknowledge this, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you stole my line there, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the episode we did it we did it (laughs) next week we'll have grammy updates who knows what song we'll be covering Mm -hmm. um we're counting down the 112 days to figure out what's gonna happen next but um maybe she'll get engaged on the super bowl halftime show (laughs) or on the grammy stage you guys or on the grammy stage Um, but in any case, you can always send us an email at swiftishpodcast at gmail.com and be mm-hmm. sure to leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts or drop us five stars on Spotify mm-hmm. or wherever you listen to us. But until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And uh, Taylor, you need to release this. <laughs> Please.